Greetings and welcome to another episode of Casual Divinity. Gratefully, I am your host, Nandodua. Let's jam. Okay, this one I think we're going to, it's going to be Astro Talk today. I'm bringing it up because even though I'm into it now, that, that was not a natural situation. And I actually oftentimes feel like astrology is kind of dragging me along, okay? I know I mentioned before in previous podcasts that I did not grow up with astrology in my life. That was something I think that my parents did on purpose, but also not because they thought it was the devil or anything, Um, But they just never really got into why they didn't want me to get into it. But also, I wasn't really asking about it, maybe only one time, because I can remember being a kid and there are all those vending machines. They're still around everywhere, you know, like the candy, you can get bubble gum or some little toy or something, put a quarter in. Well, they used to have one for Zodiac signs. Right, you could put a quarter in, get your Zodiac, like a little scroll of all your business. And I remember one time just staring at that and being very curious. And I remember looking and asking my mom if I could get a quarter for that. And she was like, no, (laughs) I don't have money for that. Um, And that was the end of conversation. We didn't get any deeper. But I was, you know, a tiny tot, so it wasn't like I needed to have a deep conversation about it. Um, I did try to get into it again, but again, it was like, it just wasn't clicking with me at all. Uh, so I never really got deep off into it. Um, however, I'm really grateful for the one time I did talk to my dad about it because it was really the right time. And little did I know that that was some serious foreshadowing into the future. Was when I was working at uh, one of my very first jobs in natural foods. Okay, and my boss at the time was a creep. And apparently was a notorious creep. And what do I mean by creep? What I mean is that this person had a obvious pattern to their employees and customers about specifically dating younger women because he could manipulate them then. He just always knew how to manipulate people. And um, when I first got the job, okay, I <laughs> I got the job, I think, because they saw that I was so easily impressionable and young and that I needed a job. So they were like, oh yeah, easy hire right here. Okay, like they're not, she's not going to tell us that uh, what we're doing is not best business practices. She doesn't know what that is yet. You know, that's the perfect person for an independent business hire. For manipulative jerks. Anyhow, um, (laughs) oh, 
always good to laugh about it now. Anyhow, so I got transferred to another store. They had two stores. And when I started working at the second one, that was the one that had the super creep that was notorious for dating children, basically. I mean, they weren't, they were like 22. 22 when you're in your 60s. I don't really have any judgment about that when it's genuine. <laughs> okay, um, in this particular case, it was super manipulative. So when I started working at that store, I got transferred. And I'm pretty sure that that's why I got transferred. Like I was working at the one location and then that boss came in and was like, oh, you're young. <laughs> oh, why don't you come work for me? You know, and, and so I started working some shifts there and then I got transferred uh, permanently in, to that location. And it turned out that we had similar birthdays. And then this person wanted to go ahead and have my astrology chart done because it would be really good for me to have that information, right? And I thought, wow, he's so kind. That's so thoughtful. I've always been curious about astrology, but it's always been rocky uh, getting into it and, and especially connecting. I always seem to get blocked. So um, I was like, yeah, let's jam. Uh, well, actually, I don't, I don't even, here's the thing. I don't even think that it was like that per se, all right? He just knew I didn't know astrology. And then my birthday came up, and um, I was going home to visit my dad at the time. That was something I did weekly because my dad is awesome. And <laughs> he was like, sit down. And I'm like, what, what? You know, when my dad tells me to sit down, Lord, some serious news, right? So he then proceeded to tell me that my boss had called him and had asked me or had asked my dad, I'm sorry, for my birth time so that he could get my astrology chart drawn up for my birthday. And this is how my dad was a total fucking G, all right? Because he told him no. He did not give him the information. He told him that he didn't feel comfortable giving him that information and left it at that. I am so grateful to my father, to my parents for that. I mean, I, my mom... I, yeah, she was just barely on earth still, I think. The, the, like she, I think, yeah, she was still with us, but barely at that point. Um, but he said, I don't know much about astrology, but what I do know is that people, when they have your information, can use that against you can use that to manipulate and control you. And I did not feel comfortable giving him your information. And I wanted you to know that he called to try and get that information. And I'm so glad he did. That was maybe the most important thing that anyone could have told me about astrology. 
And it's so funny that that's the only conversation we ever had about it. And I'm still pretty sure that perhaps my father, being the mechanical engineer that he was, would have loved to dive into astrology, but there were a couple of things that prevented him from doing so, from both of my parents, actually. And it was religion. Religion got in the way of both of them studying something that was very curious for them both. But they both were also very spiritual people and they did not want to do the wrong thing. I'm using air quotes pretty heavy here. The wrong things. You know, there's always a kingdom or a heaven everyone's striving to get into. the pressure's on, right? So, um, but also my dad didn't get a birth time. Many people in this world um, are born without a birth time, you know, but that's not always the most important thing. So he wasn't able to crunch the numbers like um, anyone would really want to getting into something like that. So I think, you know, given the two factors pretty major, that kept him or both of my parents from getting into it. But let me tell you, I also think that might be one of the reasons why my mom kind of went south uh, with her mind um, with the complications of dementia that they still could not really pinpoint what it was. I believe what it was. Because I don't have my mother's birth time. Um, I put it in as noon and um, went to town. But let me tell you, Lord, she was a Virgo queen. (laughs) Sun, moon. I think she was a new moon baby. So sun, moon, Mercury, Venus, I I think even Mars. I have to look at that again, but uh, all of them were in Virgo. It was just, at least I got a better picture as to, you know, why she had these neurological issues. She had all these planets in Mercury, in air, right? Earth and air. She truly was meant to be a channel. And I think that she was without knowing it, and it wasn't something that hit me until I began studying astrology. Ooh-wee. So um, my prime favorite example of my mom being all about it and not necessarily knowing it, or maybe she did and just didn't talk about it outwardly, but she loved the spirograph. That was one of her favorite things. She said that she got it for me and my brother, LOL. Um, And we did get to use it sometimes, but my mom, oh man, she was off into it. She could go for hours designing cool stuff on a spirograph or like the light bright. She could spend hours designing these intense mandalas. And only now did I understand that what she was doing subconsciously was drawing out the patterns of the planet's orbit. Like how, how, like the planet, how the patterns that a planet makes 
in the sky and orbit. This is what she was doing. This is what she was channeling. And thanks to religion, she wasn't able to explore that space and understand that this was what was trying to come through her and speak through her. And that not getting the chance to be that conduit for the cosmos, for the ancestors, was what ended up making her go insane. Well, she wasn't insane. Again, it was the dementia. I mean, her her neurological functions were thoroughly burnt out. Because here she was, a whole-ass channel, not getting to do that work. Getting suppressed at every turn. Getting told that what she was experiencing was of the devil. After all, she did grow up as a Mormon. Ooh-wee, so... (laughs) Again, we can see why I did not grow up with astrology, but... Um, so I did get that chart, right? Like, um, the, the boss to bring it back, that boss, that creepy boss who tried to get my birth time still got my chart done just based on my, uh, sun sign. And it wasn't something that I could really relate to. However, it was the only chart that I've ever received in this lifetime that was, uh, calculated by hand. So that was cool. That was cool to see. Um, And again, little did I know that that whole situation was going to foreshadow my time now. No clue at all. Because especially after reading it and not really vibing with it, not really like this wasn't, it just wasn't, it didn't feel like they were talking about me. It wasn't. I didn't relate to it super deep. So that kind of pushed me away from astrology. And then um, I inevitably left that job. I had to leave it a couple times, actually. (laughs) But that's another story. Anyhow, um, I started working at another natural food store. And I tried again to get into astrology because I got to do a lot of the book ordering for that natural food store. So that was one of my favorite things was being able to order the different spiritual books, the different books on herbs. And uh, I was like, oh, look, here's the beginner's guide to astrology. Let's let's go. So I, I get it and same, like I start to read it and it starts to get into the houses and I start to kind of lose my mind and I'm like, this is, no, I, this isn't, this isn't really jiving or making a lot of sense to me. And again, I put it down and I don't take it seriously and I don't get into it. But I start getting into Chinese astrology though. Riddle me that. I spent a lot of time um, in that because I was studying martial arts at that time. I was studying Tai Chi Chuan and Kung Fu. And I I was studying two different forms. I was studying Yang and Chen style Tai Chi. So 
those archetypes were, were resonating with me very deeply and realizing that I was born year of the dragon that hit hard. That made sense to me. That really jived. And then I found eventually a book, maybe some of you have it, it's that Eastern Western. I don't remember the, the title of the book exactly. I still have it. But uh, that was when astrology started getting interested. interesting to me, was that Eastern Western astrology where they combined your Western sun sign with your Chinese zodiac. And that resonated with me a lot more. But still, I just kind of did it for fun, just looking up the book, you know, if I would meet or run into people um, or they would come over to my home, um, you know, and we would get into spiritual conversations. Then I would get that book out and we would look up stuff and it would be fun and insightful. But again, not, not being real super deep about it, just... You know, hey, it's useful. I even got my chart done again. Okay, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I had friends who were deep off into astrology. And they were insisting that I get my chart done. And even my husband at the time, him and his mother were very much into astrology. I don't think they are now, oddly. But um, at the time, they, and they looked at me like I was crazy when I said I didn't really fuck with it or I, and I didn't really grow up with it either. They just were like, really? You don't even know your sun sign for real? I'm like, not, I mean, not for real, for real. Um, so they were just like, oh, yeah, you got to get into it and this, that, this, that. And um, again, encouraging me to, 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 to get it done, get, get your chart read. And I actually then had my chart read by two different uh, friends that were into astrology. But yet again, same issue. It was, it was, you know, accurate, but not like I could not get into it. It did not give me any extra insight that I thought, um, I don't know. It just, it didn't vibe. Um, so again, I put it back down. You know what I mean? Like, it, I don't know how many times astrology was like, boo, come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, it just, you know, I was like, it just, it didn't vibe anyway. Um, so then finally, I don't know, this was 20, or no, I think after my dad passed away and I was going through the mourning process and I had uh, met someone uh, through one of my yoga classes that I was teaching when I was still teaching in public and teaching in studios and actually paying to have those letters behind my name foolishly. Uh, I met someone who was in town who was studying astrology and we vibed and we stayed connected there afterward and she encouraged me to get into astrology and even offered to want, you know, to do my chart and I was like, okay, but this time was different. I didn't say yes right away. 
I said, could I think about it? And she said, yes, sure. And so I had to sit with myself and, uh, you know, and that's really when the rumbling in my belly began. And this deep fear began to emerge from within me. It was like fear, anxiety. Suddenly I knew I had to find my birth time and that I knew I had to begin this journey. But I was, I had not tapped into that feeling before. It was always just like, meh, this time was serious. So when I found the birth time, that sent like weird shock vibes throughout my person. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna give this woman my birth time. What am I doing? And I do it. And <laughs> she she jams my par- chart. She tells me that she had shared it with her teacher and that her teacher in particular thought that I should be studying astrology, that I was made to study astrology. And I thought that that was interesting. So then she was like, let's set up a time uh, to go through your chart. And I was like, great. Okay, cool. And I go, oh, well, how do you do it? Like, do you meet people in person? Like, because, you know, she lives out of town or whatever. She's like, no, I can do phone jams. That's cool. And I was like, oh, okay. But literally just me bringing up the idea that like, oh, do you do them in person? She's, and she's like, I can. I travel a lot. Literally the next day, she's like, I'm in my car. I'm on my way to St. Louis. We can meet in person for our, for our session that we have um, if you still want to do that. And I was like, mm, I, thought, I thought it was a little weird. But I was like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm open to that. So she gets into town. I invite her over. We have tea and we hang out, but shit got weird real fast. Um, Just weird vibes. So, you know, it was just like, okay, cool. I'll see you later or I'll see you when we have the appointment. Why does she call me at 3 a.m. saying that she's having problems with her Airbnb and that she needs me to come over and handle it? And I stay on the phone with her and I was like, listen, I'm not going anywhere. I will, however, stay on the phone with you until the police come or until you find resolution within this situation. But I'm not going to bring myself to where the trouble is. If you're truly in trouble, I have a child to think about. You know what I mean? Like it was... It was wild. So I did. <laughs> it it got so wild that I realized I needed to cancel it, that she was breaking all kinds of boundaries, especially when then she decided she called me back again later and said, oh, the police still haven't come. Do you hear them trying to harass me? Um, I need to stay at your place. Let me stay at your place. I'm like, no. You cannot. I don't really know you like that, and I think you'll be okay. 
And we met up, I think, maybe one other time. But she just kept pushing boundaries and pushing boundaries. So much so that I did address it. And she she tried to use some of my astrological placements, like throwing that in my face, saying, oh, well, you're that, and that's what this does. And I just looked at her like, wow, okay. She blocked me shortly thereafter. And so then I realized, okay, I really do need to know my birth chart because I think I just experienced what my dad was talking about. This woman knew my chart. She knew it backwards and forwards. Well, maybe not backwards and forwards, but I mean, it was in comparison to what I knew about my chart at that time. So she knew just from what she had studied that how to manipulate me and she did try to she did try to take advantage of my good graces and that was the the feelings i was feeling but that was just the beginning i had, then i got i met my first teacher not long after that i never met them in person it was all an online jam which I wasn't sure I would really be able to get into. But it turns out it's a really wonderful way to study, especially when you're an individual who really does have a hard time connecting um, with a lot of people at once. Then, you know, studying online is really great. It gives you, it gives you that space and time to go at your pace. And to connect as you can. But um, meeting my first teacher, you know, which talk about a mixed bag of an experience. I'm so grateful for them. I hope they know that. They are also my uh, one of my biggest disappointments also in astrology, and it helped me, again, to understand why, why it's important to learn your chart. Or if, if that's something that you're curious about, you know, because in that experience, like when I got, I commissioned them to do my chart re- reading, okay, and that chart reading was the first time I ever felt seen. Like, finally, I actually got to have the chart in front of me. I got to go through it. um, And I felt as though this person saw me through and through. I actually cried during the session because they touched upon so many things that were spot on that I did not, there was no way I could even speak about it to people because it was an internal experience. So that was what got me going on astrology, was that this person gave me so much information that helped me to see and understand myself more. And I found that so valuable at that time I still find that valuable. 
or else I wouldn't be messing with it at all. So then, not long, like maybe a year after that, that's when they offer, started offering classes for astrology. And I thought, okay, you know, after having that incident, then I thought, okay, I'm going to jam with this guy. I'm going to study astrology with this guy. And you know what? They were super cool and uh, working with me because my finances really hit hard times with some stuff that was going on with my brother. And anyway, so like they really did see me and was like, oh, and we can do payments as well and all that, like just very generous with me. So I do not sleep on, you know, his generosity. Uh, it was a really great class. It was a class that involved all people of color, which was really great in 2020, right? Like a really wonderful support group to have and to be able to be learning astrology at that time. It was very special. Um, but And as time went on and class went on, things started to get weird. And uh, people started dropping out of the class. And I, I actually ended up having to leave the class as well because of the decision that that teacher decided to make about how they wanted to share information with their astrology courses moving forward. And it involved what I had thought was supposed to be a private gathering amongst people of color. Then they discussed that they wanted to make, they wanted to use footage from our classes for their future classes. And that was triggering for me because I didn't go into the course thinking that I was going to be that, that, that all of those interactions were going to be shared with future courses like that, that didn't, uh, that didn't appear to uh, occur to me that that's something that someone would do. And it, it felt like a violation of my privacy of the privacy of the group it also triggered a lot of things in me where that's a pattern that I've uh, experienced a lot over the years that my intellectual property or what I've contributed is still somehow making somebody else money, but I'm not making any money from it. Granted, though, again, this person was very generous with me. So the other side of it was I felt as though that's why this person was being generous with me because at some point they want they were going to perhaps ask for a kindness in return and I'm using air quotes when I say kindness because it wasn't really like that a permission was really being asked it was more like being informed that this was going to happen. And I spoke about it in front of my class 
and I spoke about why I was uncomfortable with it. And that was it. After that, the blocking occurred. And I mean, I stopped going to classes anyway. I didn't get to finish my course, my first astrology course, uh, because of this. And um, I don't think I have still properly mourned all of that. I loved my teacher and my classmates. I'm only in touch with one of them now. And she's fucking brilliant, by the way, y'all. She's fucking brilliant. Um, I believe her handle is at rabbit tails on Instagram. Um, Nieta, I love you. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, she's the only one I I'm still really in touch with. Everyone else I think kind of went their separate ways and, or still study with this teacher. I believe Nieta does too. Um, but yeah, it was really sad for me um, because I really, I love and admire my teacher and I'm sad that, oh, we had to part ways and, and I'm sad as a result that I um, lost a lot of classmates due to choosing what I chose for myself. But, it, but also it was a continuation of what was needed to be learned in the realms of astrology and how I needed to be more careful. You know, um, in the beginnings, I was still so reckless with my own healing practice, with, uh, with yoga, with energy and body work. And I was about to do that with astrology too. So um, that whole situation happening was another case in point of realizing what someone can do when they know your chart well. Even one of the people that I thought, one of the, f that <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm really struggling with my words here on this podcast this is um this is some tough tough subject and but I know I have to talk about it I'm being pushed to talk about it um deep breaths paying attention to the toes so one of the friends that I thought I had made also, from that class, I learned the hard way was not really my friend either. And actually probably thought I was pretty goofy. Um, but also knew that I was knowledgeable and very channely. And this person and their mother, whom I thought I had bonded with, um, and maybe we did. I will never really know. Um, however, when I got more off into the asteroids, okay, I remember us having a conversation one day about a particular asteroid named Algol. 
or planet anyway. I don't know. Anyways, um, I had just recently learned maybe about a month ago that I have Jupiter conjunct algal exactly. Oh, oh, that's maybe too much detail. I'm sure that the astro folks will get what I'm talking about. But they knew that I had this placement and didn't really talk to me about it. Like, and the funny thing is, is we had a lot of astro conversations. We spend a lot of time on phone, online, voice notes, back and forth. Um, a really, I thought was a really good friend. Um, but also a person who understood my chart a little better than me. And Al Gol is um, Medusa's head. Her her head that had been removed from her body so that they could use her snakes um, as a weapon toward other armies, right? Um, and so realizing that, okay, and that Jupiter conjunct algal is in my 11th house, the 11th house having to do with friendships, <laughs> so this was uh, really tough um, to know that, again, I had possibly gotten in touch with yet another person who knew my chart better than me and was using that information for their benefit. So <laughs> right off the bat, going into the world of astrology, I have been manipulated three or four good times. I'm still leaving some stuff out because I don't want to talk for a full hour and a half or more about the ways that people can use astrology against you to manipulate you. There is a reason why they have developed it as such a deep counterculture so that you don't think that there's any value in it because there is deep value in it, in this practice. So I'm not mad. Okay, I am mad. Let's be real. I'm <laughs> Jupiter conjunct algal. I'm fucking mad. I'm disappointed, though, more deeply. And I'm sad that it took me all of this to learn deep lessons of discernment. Jupiter ain't all rainbows and luck. Okay? There can be too much of a good thing. And while I now realize that I can bring people a lot of joy if I'm not paying attention, if I'm not putting boundaries upon how I interact with people, they may see fit to take advantage of me. And I've watched this happen throughout my lifetime and always wonder what the hell is going on 
Because, I mean, it's not, it's even outside of astrology that this dynamic occurs. And this is why astrology, again, is so beautiful and that it can give you language to your life experiences so you can better understand them and maybe even begin to release them. Right? They show us our patterns. After all, that is what they are, right? They, they are celestial bodies that have cycles, and these cycles affect us. I'm sharing all of this with you because, again, if you're afraid to connect with astrology, there is a good reason why. It is no joke. It is serious medicine. And when you dive into these worlds, you will begin <laughs> to have these serious conversations and understandings about yourself and the mundane world. It humbles me constantly. Astrology humbles me so much. And I tell you, I keep wanting to put it down. Because sometimes looking at the chart gets very painful. The other side of that coin, though, is understanding that I truly was born to fuck with astrology. That I was born to channel these things and to help make them more accessible to not only myself, but others as much as I can, where there is, uh, you know, availability, where someone is open to learn about it. I'm not going to shove it down somebody's throat. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely not something that you can learn by force. Um, I am very grateful Again, to my first teacher, you know who you are. I harbor deep gratitude for what you have shown me. And I am so grateful for that class and my classmates in that time. I will forever be grateful for that time, that little incubatory period with very special people vying together to understand our world better through the stars. I'm even grateful to understand... Um, the uh, friendship and how, you know, having boundaries is really important regardless. I also learned the difference between breadth and depth. Just because you can have conversations with someone for hours doesn't mean you've talked about anything super deep. So it was good to learn that, like, that, yeah, you will meet people in this world that you will connect with and that you'll begin to spin energies and that that will feel very good. 
right? The breadth is there. There's all this energy, um, but the depth, right? What is one actually accomplishing? Are we just feeling good here? Or are we doing something? Are we building something? So, yeah, take your time. Trust your intuition when it comes to messing with astrology. Because a lot of the teachers out here, some, some are consciously trying to manipulate you. Some really actually just have no idea, and that's just the general landscape of, you know, I've mentioned this a few times, like in the healing world, all the, the bullfuckery that occurs, uh, all the gaslighting and manipulation, this is the perfect place for that. But don't sleep on that, how astrology can also give you the means to transmute that and to be able to sharpen your discernment and see these kinds of dynamics a little more clearly to understand your cycles a little more clearly all right i think it's time to jam some cards oh boy This message is timeless. Okay, thank you, Spirit. Okay. I'm going to start with the bottom of the deck. Wow. We have three of cups. That is my natal placement. I have Mercury and Cancer. Toot, toot, beep, beep. What's up? Uh, well, I'm going to raise a glass. It might be a mug of dandelion tea, but I'm raising it all the same. To Mercury. <laughs> to communication. That makes all things possible. Let's look at the card. Oh, Ten of Swords in Reverse. Sun in Gemini. For real, though, this is the ending of a chapter and the beginning of a new one. I don't know that I have too much more to say about it, you know. Um, I know I'm recording this on a Pisces moon, but I think we're about to have a full moon and we're about to have a couple more planets go direct. I think um, Saturn and Pluto. I think both being in Cap are about to move forward and I think a lot of other things are about to move forward as well. You know, we've had our time, our retrograde time to mourn and reflect upon the things that Maybe didn't go well, but were very important for us to learn on our journey. 
and to begin to take that wisdom and instill it into our foundation of who we are now. I certainly do not wish to walk into this next chapter filled with regret and rage. I'm so grateful for being where I am on the journey, and it was my first teacher who even told me that I would be making fast progress due to my chart. And again, if it wasn't for that first chart reading that hit my soul, I would not be doing this today. I wouldn't. In fact, I didn't even think I had a brain. I didn't even think I had a mind for this work. And if it wasn't for astrology, I would not even believe in my own intelligence. That's how this life has gone. So I'm grateful for the language to show me my own ass, my own potential, my highs, my lows. And I encourage you to do the same in your own way and to follow your gut as you progress. Well, I'm going to end it here. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Casual Divinity. Gratefully, I am your host, Nadudua. You can find me on Instagram at o.o.bounds. If you wanted to uh, patronize me with cash, that is, I have a Patreon. I might start dropping some more stuff in it here pretty soon. Anyways, thank you kindly. Peace.